and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. This week, I'm sharing my 20 favorite freebies at Disney World, plus I'll answer a reader question about upgrading a discounted park ticket. Welcome again, everyone, to episode 17. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse. I visit Disney World several times each year, and I'm not rich. I just have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my site and here in the podcast. This week's show is all about free stuff, so let's dive right in. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a dream away. There are some expenses you just can't get around on a Walt Disney World vacation. You're going to have to pay for park tickets, and a lot. You're going to have to pay for lodging, and travel, and food. And you might start to think that everything at Walt Disney World comes with a hefty price tag, but that's not actually true. There are many freebies at Walt Disney World that won't cost you a penny, and that will make your trip extra special. So many, in fact that the Cheapskate Princess lists 120 free items and activities at Walt Disney World. Now, she is another blogger, and I'm going to put a link to that post in the show notes. Now, for the sake of time, I can't talk about all 120, and so I've narrowed it down to my top 20 favorite freebies. And some of these I'm sure you'll know about, but I bet that there are a few that will be new to you even if you've been to Disney World many, many times. So some of these only apply if you're staying at a Walt Disney World resort, but that's only the last five of them. The first 15 are available to anyone, regardless of where you are staying. So I'm going to jump in. Number one, buttons. These are the first visit buttons, the birthday buttons, the I'm celebrating something buttons that you can get, and many more, sorry, many more um, anniversary buttons. And you can get these buttons at guest services at any of the Walt Disney World theme parks. You just stop by and ask for whatever button you'd like, or you can just even ask what buttons you have available and they can give you a choice. Um, Or you can get them at your Walt Disney World resort if you are staying at a Disney on property resort. Now I have my daughter's first visit button from when she was a baby and I just found it in a drawer the other day and it brought back such wonderful memories. So absolutely get a button and wear it around the park, particularly if it's your birthday because you'll get a lot of extra magic for your birthday and you never know what kind of fun stuff might come your way, special treats if you're wearing your birthday button. Number two, photo pass photographers. So these are the photographers that are at all of the character meet and greets and randomly scattered throughout the park. You might not know that they will take your picture for free with your cell phone or if you have another camera with you and then you don't have to pay anything extra to get copies of those photo pass pictures when you get home. So they are happy to take a picture of you at a meet and greet or anywhere. And that service is free. Number three, Epcot festivals offer a bunch of different free things at the festivals. First of all, at every festival, there are free seminars and demonstrations, and you can find those in the guide to the festival when you get there. And a lot of those you can just register for day of. I went to a free talk about the Community Arts Foundation in Orlando that was at Festival of the Arts last year. It was fascinating. 
Just yesterday, I registered for the newest free seminar, and this is at Food and Wine Festival. It's a candy sushi seminar that is, like I said, brand new this year. You do have to register. You have to make reservations for this, and you can now do that online. I believe, though, I had to call the first day. Um, that takes place at 3.30 and 5.30 every day during the festival, and it's held at the Land Pavilion. It's sponsored by Skittles and Adventures by Disney, I believe, but free candy and lessons on how to make candy sushi. I am thrilled. I can't wait to share it with you. It's gonna be really fun. Also at Epcot Festivals, you can get a free festival passport that lists all of the food that's available at the festival at the food booths. It makes a really nice souvenir and helps you plan kind of what you're going to do at the festival. Also, the free concerts at the festivals are incredible. They add so much value to your Epcot Park ticket. It's hard almost for me to justify going to Epcot when there's not a festival going on since there are four festivals now. So all that extra bonus stuff at Epcot festivals really can add a lot to your trip. Number four, free birthday desserts. If you eat at a table service restaurant at Disney World and it is your birthday or you're celebrating the birthday of someone in your party, note that on the reservation. If your server doesn't mention it when you come in, mention it to them as well. And you're more than likely going to get a free birthday dessert served up. It can be anything from like a mini cupcake for a kid with a candle lit on it to I got a really nice dessert at Sanaa. It was a chocolate cake and a, like a raspberry sorbet. It was decorated beautifully. I just put a picture of it up on the Budget Mouse Facebook group because someone was asking about what to do for a birthday. So those free birthday desserts are wonderful at the restaurants. Number five, the Epcot Kid Cot Fun Stops are a great place to stop with little ones. They give out free Duffy the Disney Bear coloring craft. It's like a card, well, it's like a, on a thin white card stock um, on a stick and the kids can color it there and the person who's working there from the host country will oftentimes sign it on the back and write something in their own language. And it's a really fun souvenir to take home. And sometimes it helps the kids just unwind from all the stimulation at Disney World to just sit there and color for a few minutes. I've been known to do it too. It really does help you unwind a little bit. Number six, the Jedi Training Academy experience is at Hollywood Studios. It is um, free, but you do have to sign up for it in advance and you can only sign up for it the day of. You'll have to go to the Jedi training area that is in the Star Wars area right outside of Star Tours and sign up for it there. And because of Toy Story Land pulling people over there first thing in the morning, it's almost that you could wait a little while to go over there to sign up and still get in for later in the day. I heard that on Shannon Albert's podcast, WDW Prep School to Go. So it's not that you have to run over there and sign up first thing in the morning, though it can't hurt to do that. Um, it is a free experience. It's incredible. I feel like kids will never forget that being up on stage and getting the Jedi training experience. They also get a certificate to take home with them afterwards as a memento from that. Number seven, free Disney transportation. So you don't have to be staying at a Disney resort to take Disney transportation. This includes the monorail, both monorails. There's one that does a loop around the resorts and takes you to Magic Kingdom and the three monorail resorts. There's another one that leaves from Transportation and Ticket Center and takes you to Epcot and actually does a loop inside of the Epcot Park and then can take you back to the TTC. 
Um, the ferry boats are included. These smaller boats that shuttle folks back and forth to the hotels are available, and also buses, which mostly are used by people staying on property. And just riding around on Disney transportation can be a lot of enjoyment for little kids. And they think they're on rides. They don't realize that it's free and you're not even in the parks, right? Okay, number eight. Fast Pass is free at Walt Disney World, and I have a newfound appreciation for the fact that it's free because I'm planning a Disneyland vacation. And though Fast Passes are free at Disneyland, there is a service called Max Pass that costs $10 per person per day, which allows you to select your Fast Passes on your phone instead of physically walking around the park to get your tickets, physical tickets. You can do it all on your phone. And the fact that you can plan Fast Passes. Uh, months in advance at Disney World, I used to think it was annoying, but now that I'm faced with trekking around the park to get fast pass tickets or paying extra per person per day to have that service, I have a newfound appreciation for the fact that fast pass is free at Walt Disney World. So don't take it for granted. <laughs> Number nine, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom is a game that you can play at Magic Kingdom and you can get trading cards for this. You can get five cards per day for each person person that is present there and you can get them at the fire station or Liberty Square by the Christmas shop and you go around the park and there's interactive features around the park that you can play with interact with based on these cards and I have never done it personally but it is way at the top of my list now that my daughter is a little bit older and would be interested in doing that because she's five and a half now number 10 the electrical water pageant is a show on the seven seas lagoon I think that's the right name for the body of water out in front of magic kingdom and it starts at 9 p.m every day at the Grand Floridian and it's a series of lit up figures giant figures that go through the water very slowly of the lagoon and there's music that plays along with them and they're very retro and very fun. I'm giving a shout out to my brother-in-law Dave who loves the electrical water pageant. Um, they work their way over to Wilderness Lodge by 10 p.m. every night and they're just a lovely thing that's kind of a throwback to old school Magic Kingdom and Disney World that has been there since the 1970s. Number 11, watching Magic Kingdom fireworks from the beaches of the Polynesian and Grand Floridian is so much fun. Doesn't cost a penny. Music is piped in on loudspeakers that's timed with the fireworks. And it's just a lovely way to finish your night off. I can't make a list of the best freebies at Disney World without mentioning Club Cool at Epcot. This is in Future World, and it's a place where you can sample sodas from all around the world. I just love this place. I know I've mentioned it in other shows, but it's just quintessential Epcot to me. It ties in with the whole, you know, have the world experience there, and it, it appeals to all, you know, your senses, your taste of smell and, um, and taste, and it's such a great it's such a great freebie. Plus, if you're thirsty, it's really nice to get free soda to wet your whistle, if you will. Okay, number 13 is also food related. Um, they hand out free samples of Ghirardelli chocolate. Sorry if I'm not saying that right. Ghirardelli chocolate at the Ghirardelli store at Disney Springs. And you just walk in and someone's handing out free samples of chocolate there. And it's nice to pop in there and get a piece. Number 14, someone asked about this also in the Budget Mouse Facebook group. Um, there's our public animal viewing areas at Animal Kingdom Lodge that anyone can go and experience. You don't have to be staying there. 
and they have them at both the Jumbo House location and Kadani Village. I personally like Kadani Village better. I just think you see more animals there and they're closer to you. If you go in the evening, you can even use night vision goggles. You don't have to be staying at the resort to do this. You just need to show up after dark, but for about an hour after dark, and you can see the animals in their habitat at night. And that's a nice alternative to going to Animal Kingdom theme park a day if you still want to get the wild animal experience and maybe you only have a few hours free. Number 15, ice water at any quick service dining location. I know I've also mentioned this in past shows, but it's just so great. Um, I read on the Facebook group that anywhere there is a Coke sign, like anywhere they have fountain drinks, you generally can get free ice water. I've only personally found them at quick service dining locations in the parks, but I've heard that some carts, as long as they have fountain drinks, will also give you free ice water. So don't buy bottled water. You can have as much as you want. They are happy to give it to you for free. Okay, now these last five only apply to if you're staying at a Disney World resort. I have gotten the craziest collection of free stuff for my kids and other, you know, my nephew who was with us at check-in at Disney Resort Hotels. I'm going to rattle off this list. You won't believe it. Okay, these the free things we've gotten at check-in have included eye patches, princess wands, princess crowns, pirate bandanas, balloons, Tons of Mickey stickers and even a full-size stuffed animal, a giraffe stuffed animal at Kadani Village one time when we were having trouble with our magic bands. So clearly Disney is free with handing out stuff to the kiddos. It's just a really nice touch, you know, you're definitely paying for it. It's not, it's not like they're giving it out of the good kindness of their hearts, but it's a great, you know, way to welcome kids to the resort and they feel really special. Okay, number 17. Movies Under the Stars are shown every night at every Walt Disney World Resort, even the value resorts. These are Disney movies that are shown on a giant blow-up screen, usually by the pool. And sometimes they're recent Disney movies from the theaters, and sometimes they're older movies. But it's a really relaxing way to spend an evening is pulling up a lounge chair and relaxing and watching a movie at poolside. The first time I ever saw Tangled was actually poolside at Coronado Springs. I remember vividly watching it there. So those movies are a nice way to spend a night if you're not at the parks. Number 18, free marshmallows, as many as you want, for roasting at many Disney resorts is a nice thing to take advantage of your stay at a resort where they're offered. So I believe they're offered at all moderate and deluxe resorts, and you'll have to check the time when you check in, but you basically go to the fire pit there and they hand you as many marshmallows as you want. They give you a safety spiel and they give you a stick. And then you can also buy a kit for making s'mores if you so desire, but they will give you as many marshmallows as you want. Number 19, there are so many other free resort activities. I could do a whole show on it, but I'm just going to mention a few here. At every Disney resort, there are poolside games led by cast members every day in the afternoon. Um, the kids can play games and they give out prizes that include inflatable beach balls, rubber duckies, etc. So in addition to poolside activities, every resort has other free resort activities. Now, episode eight of the podcast was all about Animal Kingdom Lodge, and I go into detail about the incredible free resort activities there. These include restaurant tours with free food samples, 
cookie and mini cake decorating, face painting, all free. And that's just at one Disney resort. So when you're doing some research about your resort, check into what are the free resort activities there to take advantage of. And number 20, free character wake up calls. When you check in, ask at the front desk, or you can call the front desk from your room and see how to set up a free character wake up call. It's just a really fun touch where kids can hear from a character instead of mom or dad that it's time to wake up. So that wraps up my top 20 list. I could have gone on and on, but I had to cut it off somewhere. So I figured 20 was a good number. So on to our reader question. Sarah asked a great question on my post about how to save money on park tickets over on the Frugal South, actually. Here's her question. Hi, I have a question about adding a day to a ticket that is purchased through a broker. For example, if I buy a three-day base ticket from Undercover Tourist, then I want to add a fourth day, which price difference would I pay? Would I pay the difference between when I paid for the discounted ticket and a full price official Disney ticket, or just what the difference between the two Disney prices would be? Thanks. This is a great question and I have personal experience with this so I can speak to it. So you have two options when you want a different number of days of your ticket. You can exchange the ticket through Undercover Tourist as long as you haven't already linked it to your My Disney Experience account. Now, this might not make sense for most people because there is a 5% restocking fee that they will charge to actually return the ticket. The only reason you might ever do this is to take advantage of your fast pass window. So you can only make fast passes for as many days as you have on your park ticket. If you know that you're going to be going for four days and you only have a park ticket for three days, it can make it difficult. You won't be able to make fast passes for one of your days on your park ticket. For most people, that's not going to be an issue and they can upgrade when they get there and just take advantage of whatever fast passes they have. But if it is going to cramp your style in a bad way, you might need to return it and get the next up, you know, level of how many days that you need. Now, for most people, you're going to be able to upgrade this once you get to Disney World. Now, this is how you have to do it if you don't want to pay more, if you don't want to lose your discount. You'll have to use your ticket to get into the parks one time. And after that, you can then upgrade it and you'll only pay the difference between the two Disney prices. You will not lose your discount. So this is this policy is called price bridging. And in all of my experience, it has worked. Now, if you went to upgrade the ticket before you ever used it, they'd be able to tell that you got it at a discount and they would charge you the full price difference to upgrade from your discounted price to your actual, to the real Disney price. So use it once, then they can't tell that you got it as a discount and then you'll just pay the difference between three days and four days, which I think at this point is $20, $15, so you won't lose your discount. Thank you so much for listening to this week's show. You may not know that you can support the podcast over at Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. I have two membership tiers and they start at only $2 a month. So the main thing this does is to keep this podcast ad-free and you'll also get patron-only benefits. You'll get a free patrons only post every month. You'll get a a video every few months that have behind the scenes looks from the Disney parks. You'll also get my Disney Dining Plan ebook for free when you join at the $5 a month level. So I have a goal to reach $100 a month in support. And then I'm going to do a Disney Parks merchandise giveaway that's just for patrons. So if you can head over to Patreon slash patreon.com slash the budget now so you can see how to support the podcast. So 
Stay tuned for another giveaway coming to the blog soon in the next couple of weeks. Before I go on my September trip to Disney World, I'm going to do a fun giveaway. Here's a hint. It's Zoom Zooms. You're the only ones who know. All right. Thanks again for listening. You can always find me at thebudgetmouse.com and frugalsouth.com. I'm on Instagram as The Budget Mouse, and I do run a private Facebook group that's just for The Budget Mouse listeners and readers. You can head to Facebook and search for The Budget Mouse, and it will come right up. You do have to ask to join, and I will add you. So thanks again for listening, and have a magical day.